If you're not listening to the Smoke World Podcast, you're wasting your time, you mortal. What's up, folks? Welcome to another episode of Smoke World. I'm your host, Stone. So go grab that stick. Go grab a glass of whatever you're drinking. Let's sit back and have this conversation. Folks, today's program is sponsored by Rabbit Air, the air purification system that you need if you're going to do what we do indoors. Today's program is a brother worldwide, Sketches. He gives you a one-on-one on going to Cuba, how to get there, how to operate there. So, this is an episode you need to grab your stick and a glass of whatever you're drinking. Sit back because this is more educational than anything. Hope you enjoy the show. So let's get to it. All right, all right, all right. I'm sitting here chilling with my brother, Sketches and Worldwide. In the building. Now, we were all at an event on Saturday. And this conversation came up at the table about Cuban cigars. Now, I don't know the brother's name. Don't really matter. But he mentioned that he smoked, if I'm correct, right? He smoked. Oh, yeah. A hundred thousand cigars. And he's only been smoking. In his 40s. I don't care late how old He's late 40s. Late 40s. Uh, that, that don't matter. Yeah. That it don't, don't matter. He said he only been smoking for about, what, eight years? About 10. 10 years. So, the question became, first of all, do we believe this motherfucker? Number one. Number two. No, he said he, he's not a motherfucker. Because I don't know if he fucked. Yeah, yeah, he's fucked some mothers. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, he yeah, yeah. That's number one. <laughs> he like a, he, then, I think he fucked some mothers. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. Then I you're guess right. he mentioned that well, he, he was. He might be a virgin. Nah, he, nah, he, he fucked some mothers. He wasn't a fan of the Cuban cigars. No. Y'all fill me in. Fill me in. Help me, me out. Let me tell you how they, how, they, how, they, how they pop. So, we sitting there talking. And, you know, we get into talking about what we got planned over the next couple days. And, you know, in the cigar world. You see your brothers in there, you chopping it up. Whatever you could do for them, you're going to do. You know what I'm saying? You want for them what you want for yourself. So I was explaining, I don't sell cigars, right? I'm in the travel. I do some other things on the side. But what I wanted to do for him was I said, listen, you need to go on one of these trips. I see you out here pushing a certain brand. I don't want to say the brand because then you're going to know the name. But I said, if you're a hustler, you want to start your own brand. I got a roller. Shit blend for you. And... We've been pretty pretty successful with getting, I'm going to say, no less than five, 600 back at a time. And he was telling me, like, his market, because he's the distributor, he was selling them for two, $3,000 a box, right? Hmm? He talking about Bahike. He talking about Michael Jordan, Super Lanceros, the tough stuff. Okay. Anything else, seven, eight hundred, nine hundred a box. And so where my mind goes, I'm on the money. I'm saying, well, listen. I don't sell cigars. People always asking me. That's not what I do. I'm not getting into that. But what we can do for you is put you in touch with her. You can go ahead. So when you move in and, you know, you distribute in for other folks, you can distribute for yourself. I said, if you sell one box, I'm telling him off the rip, Stone, I can get them to you for four, five dollars a smoke. So box of 25, we talking about at five dollars a smoke. Do the math on it, buck fifty, buck less than that, buck and a quarter, right? So I'm like, that's what it's gonna cost. So now 
if you're a businessman, you like, all right, well, I can go ahead and flip that. And even if you just get it off for six twenty-five, you're making five hundred a box. And I know the distributors ain't giving you that good of a deal, so he go left. He missed the math, he missed the look, he missed the op, he missed all of that. So he get in the yeah, you know my thing about um, Cuban cigars. Now he want to educate us, but he really didn't do any diligence to see what's our level of edification off the rip. You see the way his face frowned up. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, like you he, know, he he's like he like didn't care about the money. Oh, he did. No. Well, and the, I, the whole I gave, mathematics. I gave, I gave him a little, a little, a little deference because. We've been drinking. we all been drinking and we chilling. Right. So we get to talk some shit, right? We right. get to act up. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? That's what we there for. So you're giving them a pass in that so old, many words. Little understanding. And so my man pivoted. And so he was like, nah, you know, let me explain to y'all why Cubans ain't shit. And then he hopped into it. So I let him talk. One thing about the lounge or, or the cigar world, man, we respect them, 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 them Robert's rules or orders, right? Man speaking, you right, listen, right. And you can have a thorough conversation. My baby was running all kind of red lights, yellow lights. He was the only cat talking. <laughs> you feel me? So it's, it's all good. It's he all said good it's a novelty. It's a novelty. It's a gimmick. He was going. Oh, the Cubans? Yeah. So what I'm trying to explain to him was this. I said, listen, I'm with you. I said, when I first started smoking, I would hit him and be like, yo, like people really oversold these because I'm a, I'm a, I love domestic cigars, right? And I love, you know, what Nicaragua doing, Costa Rica doing, DR, that, that Vega Fina. Like, I like cigars, right? And I'm where you at, Stone. It's just like your palate, right? Somebody can tell you all day, like, oh, this is fried chicken the best, but it might not be better than your mom's because that's what you used to. Right. Yes. Right? And your mom's could be trash, but we don't know, right? But that's what right, you right. used to. That's what you like. Everybody tastes different, right? That's what makes it a great conversation. So, anyway, I say, here go my experience with it. I said, I used to feel the same way. But what changed my mind was getting properly educated on it, which was whenever you travel with them or whenever they ship them out, they going out in planes nine times out of ten. And when they in that pressurized, cold environment, the moisture go, it ain't no moisture packs in them when they send them out. Mm-hmm. None. The oil dries up. They put them in good, premium, proper humidors and rehydrate them. But when the oil going, the flavor going, but not out of all of them, so they inconsistent. So you go to Europe and you smoke one, it's going to burn good for you and clean. The presentation going to be A1, and the Cuban's going to give you great flavor, but it's going to be hit or miss, and there's nothing's going to wow you. I said, what I would suggest is come with us, get one freshly rolled. And I know you're not supposed to roll it right off the rip, but that's your benchmark. And what you're going to find is that full body flavor you've been looking for in a Cuban, when it's freshly rolled, you got it. He giving us all of this. My man turned into the nutty professor out there. Yeah, he, he was he, like, he said it's China. China then it's China. He said, he said, he, he said they bought um, Habanos, right? Okay. Ooh, okay. Who, who? China. Who? Oh, China. They bought the whole brand. The whole brand. And all of that. Th- this is what I'm trying to explain to him. This is what I'm trying to explain to him. If you know anything about their national laws, right? Because it's something we all don't know. But I'm in the hotel game with getting people set up. And what I've learned from the hotel builders themselves the Chinese have hotels over there. They don't own them. Spain has hotels. What, what Cuba make you do is you can go into a 60-40 partnership and you always going to get 40. Now, with their pride and joy, which is cigars, ain't no way they selling it. And so mm. this is what I asked him because, you know, we all could learn something. I said, where you get your facts from? Like, how can I? Boy, ain't had nothing but rhetoric. Mm. So I'm trying to unify Stone. And I'm like, well, listen, why don't you do this? Why don't you come? Because I go over there. Seven, eight times a year, I take smokers, right? 
discerning taste. I'm talking about jokers. They're going to split the thing open, make sure it's the long leaf. Yeah. They want to know what they're smoking and what they're getting into. Is it the real deal? I said the worst of them that, that don't fool with everybody that get over there and touch that soul and get where we getting it from. They love it. And I said, and if you don't, I pay for your, your airfare. So it wasn't a wasted trip. We already got the crib. So in a wasted trip, all you doing is smoking. And guess what? You know it's a novelty. You can come back and get it off. He's still barking and woofing. Says it's not a good cigar. He said it's a novelty. It's not a good cigar. And he kept saying it over and over. All right. Here's my opinion. Going back to your point with grandmom, mom's fried chicken, her collard greens, mm. her black eyed peas, mm. her rice, mm. her cornbread. Mm. That's what you know. Mm. Oh, this is banging. Okay. Let me taste a little bit of that. Mm. Mm. Okay. You hype this thing up real crazy. Like, nah, bro. Now, you don't, normally you don't say nothing. Yeah, but you don't be disrespectful. Yeah, but you're thinking it. Yeah, of course. You're like, oh, this joint too salty. Yeah, this, first time. I got no flavor. Yeah. You respect I'm a smile, though. Absolutely. Oh, this is. How is it, baby? Chicken tastes like oh, wood. Oh, yeah, and yeah, the yeah, chicken yeah. tastes like wood. I got wood. some wine rolls in here, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And she got the cornbread. I got to get it down. She got, got cornbread. Get it down. And yeah. the chicken so, tastes like wood. Could it be palate? Everybody's palate is different. So, like me and you discussed off mic, the Cuban cigars are not known necessarily to be full body cigars. It's only in the US that full body cigars are popular. For sure. Cuz you go to Europe and over in Cuba, don't places in Middle East? Yeah, we are a country of excess. Yeah, Middle East, they love Cubans. Yeah. But a Cuban cigar is flavorful. It's not necessarily full body in strength, but full body flavor. Profile. And bold. Yeah. So it's bold to me. When if you a guy who's smoking Tabernacle, right? All day. That's your thing. Yeah. You get to a, a Cuban. Yeah, it's not like, like ah, yeah, like, yo, this ain't nothing going on right here. I'm not yeah. getting no flavor out of this because your palate is used to something much stronger than that. Yeah. So, I'm not saying I'm going to give him a pass because some stuff he was just talking shit. But it's individual. Is yeah. it? Is there, is there a hype behind the Cuban? Let's think about it. Catch you smoking. You smoke cigars. They don't know nothing about cigars. What's the first thing people gonna say? Yo, who said a Cuban dog? Who's just smoking a Cuban? You got my black style. mile. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. But that's what you get. Yo, that's a Cuban, huh? You can tell a joke. Yeah, it's a Cuban, bro. Do you got any more of those? Oh, hell no. Get the stepping. First of all, you're in violation. I understand you don't smoke. But we all know those individuals who smoke in their Newport. Over here like this. You know, got their new pack of Newports. Their last one ran out. Now they're looking at everybody smoking cigars. That's somebody's man's. Mm-hmm. Who man's is this? Like, yo, uh, anybody got an extra cigar? Oh, who man's is this that's, right that's now? Why, that's why you got to keep the sweet shit on you. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? You can get that off. Oh, here you go, buddy. Oh, yeah, good looking out. Take three puffs. End of the night. Whole Half cigar the cigar still, still there, yeah. Whole cigar still yeah. sitting there. And nine times out of ten, he was smoking it like he was smoking weed. Right. You know, you know it, it catch you. Like, come on, son. That ain't that kind of thing. Yeah. But let's, again, a segue to go into Cuba. Now, brother worldwide, name speaks for itself. You've been well, there numerous times. Yeah, and, and not even that. How many countries you been to uh, on, on a rip? Just, just throw a number out there. 64, Woo! 65. And I got 30. Mm. 
Yeah. But goddamn, sixty, son. Yeah. And you, you know what's wild about it? It's easier than people. He was think. a backup singer for Usher. <laughs> More like Alicia, you heard me. <laughs> he was with us. <laughs> so, so, so it's, it's clear to say that his palate is international. He has the international so, palate. So, so, watch this though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. International. But what I say is this: I don't. I think sometimes we we look to size conversations up by one thing, so we can easily understand it and digest it. Mm-hmm. I think it's multiple factors, right? I think right. the number one factor is your palate. I think number two is. The quality of it, right? Because when you travel, the very first thing that you experience when you have pizza overseas, a burger in uh, Europe, the quality of the they ingredients is different. Yes. Right, right. Right. And then you can go from there to say whether it's better or worse. Some people like, like when they come over here, they like, our McDonald's better because it's more grease. It's more. Yes. Wop, it's right? a difference. So the first thing I'm saying is go over there and get a quality Cigar. And what I'm saying is, where I start my smokers off at is, we go with a top seven roller on the um, island, right? And then people are going to say, well, well, how you get the top seven? How can you say? I go by with the Castros, how they rank her, how they allowed her to go on YouTube, how she's on YouTube right now, how you can see it. And they don't play that shit. Now, watch this. Before we get busy, got your phone on. We're going to light the um, internet up. She's going to tell you, go ahead and Google. You're going to see her rolling for Venezuela on YouTube, the Cuban link. You see what I'm saying? Mm. Number two, where did we catch her at? Caught her in the factory. You know what I mean? Hit her with the payola. She wanted to come fool with us. You know what I mean? Okay, I'd stop you there because you're using some terms. No, but everybody doesn't know <laughs> what the payola is. So watch this. You got to break it down. We so, can make an assumption. So watch this. We can't assume. Travel, yeah. travel, travel tip number one when you go to Cuba, right? And it's true many places, but very, 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 very evident in Cuba. If you need to get things done, they hustlers, they grinders, and money will open a lot of doors. Give you three examples of what I mean when I say the payola, and we just put that name on it. But um, I took a college over there. I ain't going to sully their name. Took college over there. Right. They wanted to have their nurses go and see the medical system because Cuba got one of the best medical systems yes. in the world. Now, it's a laundry list of documents and other things you got to do to get on it. And with our relations right now, it wasn't going to happen. So my homegirl over there. She went and paid her friend the doctor, got him a six-pack of beer, brought him out to eat with us. He walked us right on to the hospital grounds, bro. Yeah, he gave us the whole shebang. Went to a school. We had good-natured individuals that was traveling. They wanted to help out the school kids because they had all these leftover school supplies from a book, um, a book bag drive over here. Pencils, notebooks, T-shirts, everything. School was like, you can't come in. Hit my man off with a 50. We in there. See what I'm Cash saying? moves everything around right. me, baby. So I said, okay, her time, money. Let me give her a couple of dollars. Say, listen, we just want to talk to you. We cigar enthusiasts, yada, yada, yada. She said, come on, meet me at my house. I'm going to roll for you. And at this time, I had uh, three guests with me. That was it. So she rolled in the crib for us. So we seen her in the factory. She brought the material from the factory. And ever since then, whatever we wanted to roll, she pulled out the book that they give them. I don't care what gauge, what shape, what wrapper. What brand should roll it? So when you see me bring them back now, I don't even put the bands on them. No me. Because it ain't no novelty for me. I'm smoking for the flavor. What I tell everybody else is, go ahead, buy what you like. If you don't want it, I take it off your hands. So, so the question is, so what what is people smoking? Why? Why? I thought that's what it was all about: the flavor, the 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 texture, the the history behind it, 
And and I thought that all plays a part in in smoking a good cigar. It do. Let me let me let me give you the parallel. Here go the good parallel. <laughs> Two parallels, mm-hmm. right? Sometimes we don't know what good coffee is till we leave. And you know why? Because sometimes we doctor ours up with what? Right. Bunch of cream, bunch right. of sugar. Yep. Yeah. Right. But then sometimes when you're in a place where you don't got all that and you forced to just deal with it raw boogie and get down the way they get down, and you like, oh, yeah. So some of it is being giving you, you, yourself a chance to experience something different and having a mentality of head full. Right. You know what I mean? This is what I tell everybody when I travel stone. I don't really like picking the restaurants unless I got one or two hitters because this is what I know. When people pick the restaurant, if the meal is a four, they're going to call it a six. Gotcha. Because they chose it. If I choose it, that joint could be eight. They're going to call it a five. Because they want a re- they want a coupon. They want a reimbursement. They want, you better make up. You know what I mean? It's expectations. So it's expectations. So now when I set your expectation that it's a uh, five-star roller, she can roll anything you want. Now this is where she really doing dirty. She'll say, what do you like to eat? What do you like to drink? What she doing is she now getting your real palate. And she's going to roll to that. So now you're going to have your palate with the best material on the planet. And I'm telling you, I defy anybody not to like that cigar. When she's cooking it the way you want it and you like cigars and you in Cuba. Come on, man. Taking it all in. That's, not a, that's not a novelty. I'm sorry. That's, that's, that's so not a three novelty. things I say, it I'm is sorry. flavor. It is strength, right? It is construction, but it's also experience. Of course. Think about that. Yo, jokers like smoking weed in Jamaica better than they like smoking it here. That part. Yeah. That part. Mm -hmm. Location, location, location. And the crazy thing is that Kush might be better than what they're pushing right now. Watch yourself. Yeah, it might be because I don't, you know. (laughs) I had heard. Stitches get stitches. Ladies and white snitching right now. I'm just telling you, this is what they're talking about in the street. That's Sketches area. Right, you know. (laughs) That's Sketches specialty right there. Boy, Sketchy for sure. (laughs) Like, I don't want to smoke a full body every goddamn time. I'm sorry. Correct. I don't want that. He make a good point because you know the other thing I notice when I'm even when I'm on vacation, everybody listening, they know this. Your consumption go up when you overseas, uh, yeah. right? And so now, now you don't. You might want a morning smoke with a coffee. Exactly. You, you know what I mean? My mimosa in a full body every you know, morning. Come eat on, lunch, bro. Yeah. Smoke a different thing. And then look, eat dinner. You fat and full. Right. Now you might be looking for that. You know what? Right. Do a little bit something, a little fuller. Listen, you did just dust it off a of bed and you need something to bring you down yeah. just a little bit. You know what I'm saying? That's what. Yeah. What do you say? Yeah, a little tough. Dust off right? of what? I don't know what he said. Dust Man. off of what? You Lean. dusting? You cleaning? In Cuba? That's what she called it. Oh. Man, that's a, that's okay, a, so. That's now, a great experience. Speaking about Cuba, because a lot of folks think, okay, we can't go. It's a great. So story. there's a way let me, let me to be able to down. get over there. And it's a lot of, um, I'm going to say, minorities that believe that. And this is why, right? Because a lot of our information comes from each other. And believe it or not, it's usually reliable. But I'm going to tell you the place where it went wrong. So to answer the question, yes, we can go. We can go under 12 different provisos, right? And these provisos are these travel licenses that you don't have to apply for. You just have to operate under them the way they say. So if you ever want to go, what you're going to tell um, the airport or the airline, because they, they make you declare it at the airport. Mm-hmm. Tell them you're going under support for Cuban people. They're going to say, oh, go for um, the education that... Or the people, the people, none of that, because they don't allow you to go to the beach. Of course, you're still going to go, but you're out of compliance. Okay. If you go for support for Cuban people, the only mandate is that you stay in like a hostel or not a hostel, or Airbnb or or a hotel that's um, independently operated and not operated by the government. Okay. And there's a list online, and you can see which hotels aren't, and everything else is is valid. 
That's number one. Number two, if you're using local tour guides, you're good. So if they're taking you to the beach, you're good. Gotcha. Right? So you can go under that travel proviso. Now, why they say we can't go? 90% of us from the U.S. were going to Cuba on cruises. Trump shut down cruises, and he made a big deal. Then he shut down one airport, uh, Reagan, from flying into Veradero. And people thought, oh, he shut down cruises and flights. He, he didn't. He shut down those two modes of getting there, but there's still a seven, eight, nine airlines operating daily. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. A lot of people don't know that. Yeah. That's why we do podcasts. So some people can learn something. Sometime. Sometime. And I'm going to okay. tell you the great thing about going. And I'm going to give y'all, um, you know, a travel tip that I live by, work by, and it's going to help you today, tomorrow, and if you want to go to Cuba. A lot of y'all probably already got it, but you can evidence what I'm saying or prove wrong what I'm saying by doing this one thing. Go on Google Flights, put in your local airline to Havana. When you see a list of different flights all the way throughout the year and you can book from here, you know you can go. But, but you get afraid because you you like, okay, we book. Then when we get there, it's like, nope, you can't, can't go. go. Now watch this. You done paid for it. And I, so I, I felt the any, same way. Okay, any pre-steps that needs to be taken. Exactly. So... You're saying go under supporting the Cuban people. Yeah. So, okay, so this is what so happens. The, what the, needs to be done prior to that? So I can't just go online and pick a Havana flight. Yep. Yes, you can. Okay. That's step one. So what happens is this. In there, you're gonna have it's gonna they're gonna, they're gonna it's gonna be a drop down box and you're gonna have to declare why you're going. That's why. Right? Okay. So then before that, you're gonna have to before you take your flight, a day or two before or when you get to the airport, there's this other website. That they're going to force you to go to. Because if you don't go there, when you get there to the um, desk, they're going to say go there now. But you put in where you're staying there, that same reason for why you're going, um, how long you're going. And you print that out and you take that to the airport and they let you on the plane with it. Now watch this. Anywhere you're leaving from, like say you're doing a one-stopper. I'm leaving from Jersey. I got a layover in Miami. And then I'm jumping off. Miami is where you get the visa. And you get the visa right before you get onto the next flight. It's going to be anywhere between fifty and a hundred dollars. You never know what it's going to be, but and you and, and how, bring how, how cash do I, how and do I get card. that? I, I have to get that from the front desk when you get there. I can't pay for that prior to. People say you can. I've never did it because I don't know which ones is real and which ones wow. is false. Yeah, I stay away from it. I know I can get it at the airport, and I know they talk me through it. Here's the other thing: you fill that bitch out incorrectly, even if you one letter off or you sign in the wrong place, there's no scribbling. You buy another one. So you buy another one. But yeah, it's got to be flawless. So if I'm flying out of international like New York, cash or you can from do credit card. I mean, debit if you, card. If you if you flying from New York directly in, directly, they're gonna give it to you in New York at the airport. Okay, that's step one. Gotcha. Okay, so there's a lot no, of steps. Step, this is the step, part that people don't realize. That's step two. The the, the getting get the, the visa flight. part. Getting the, the flight. flight is step one. All of that's all of that's in the flight. Now this is the other people are gonna tell you about the flight, right? They're gonna say, oh, but they said you gotta have um, uh, medical insurance and you can't go into Cuba. Yeah, but it's already built into your ticket you've paid for it when you bought your ticket you have cuban medical insurance the perfect example this is real this this, this is real shit too mm-hmm. i was over there with a group right guys trip this was last april out there with the boys uh, a couple of them uh jokers from um middletown so we out there and back then now nah, this was this was two years ago back then they was making us get the covid test right right yo me and one other cat the covid joint Everybody else was getting they cleared. Like, you had to stand in a line, bro, before you could lead a country. Like, two days before. So, Just I going said, over there. Yeah. Oh, no, okay. we already, I'm over there. I'm, oh, I'm, okay. I got to come back. Okay. 
you got a ticket to come home. Gotcha. Under COVID restrictions. It's not that anymore. But long story short, what my Cuban medical insurance paid for was that test. And then if for any reason I couldn't leave, they put me in an international hospital. And it's paid for. Until I clear symptoms and then I'm gone. Here go the wow shit. They they looked at it, told me to come back in two hours, told me to come back in three hours. I got home, retested myself. Yeah, I had I had COVID, bro. They wasn't trying to keep me. People right. think I don't want to get over there. They don't want you over there. Right, they ain't trying to lock you in. Nah, because they got to take money care of you. And, and they already got scarce resources. Right, on top of that. So, plane ticket comes with the Cuban medical insurance. You get to the airport, you're going to fill out your little attestation that says where you're staying. And you're going to buy your visa. Now you can get on the plane. You good. All of that happens in one one Shabbat. So right now, we can only go to Havana right now, right? No, nah, no. Nah, you can fly into Veradero. And you can fly into Camelway. What you can't fly into directly from here is um, Santiago, which is closer to Guantanamo. Okay. Uh, okay. You can take the seven, eight, nine-hour bus trip. Or you can fly inner, inner island. What would you recommend based fly, on your experience? An hour and a half. Unless you want to hit a couple cities. I'm flying to what? Havana. Havana. Yeah, yeah, Havana. yeah. Okay. If I'm with a big group, I'm going to say, yo, let's hit these dope cities on the way down. Seeing Fuegos, Trinidad. Um, then we can hit Santiago. Coming back, we can hit Cayo K because they got the little overwater bungalows. Then we can hit Veradero and come back. But if you ain't over there to do 10 to 14, fly. So what I'm really getting from this is if you ain't never been with the Airbnbs, you don't know where to stay. You need to connect with somebody who's already been there, who has these connects. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you or, just freestyle on, on doing the, oh, I'm going, I heard the podcast, Stone. That sounds pretty easy. You don't know what you're going to get. Who got that fire? You know what I'm saying? You don't know what you're going to get. At, yeah. And, and so I would recommend, if I'm right, yeah. it's like you need to hook up with somebody first. Get the lay of land if you get there. Now you can say, okay, I want to come back. I'll try to stay at the same spots where I stayed before. Yeah. You, you know why you want to do that? Because um, you can book it and you can figure it out on your own and be a gunslinger. Thousands of people do it every single year. It's not a problem, right? But what you can't sidestep when you do that is overpaying, number one. Number two, what you can't sidestep is inconvenience. Because I'm telling you, yeah, you get a cabbie and he won't show up. Then you got to get another cab. You book a room, get there, and it might be reliable. And the Cubans are very faithful. But if you dealt with a scammer online and you get there, you ain't got no Airbnb. Or you got an Airbnb in the John Trash. Right. Like, Trash over there is different than, than, yeah. than, than one star over here. Yes, so it it's is. It's very different. Night and day. Five star over there is probably about three and some change here. Maybe four. Mm. And, and, and w- once I get there, right, and I walk into a cigar and I buy a cigar out while I'm there, I don't guarantee to get a real cigar. I don't like that word guaranteed. I'm guaranteed to get ripped off nine times out of ten, bro. See, that's crazy. Guaranteed. And I'm going to tell you why. Because you got to know, like, like number one, you got to remember when they say they hustling, I know whole families, grown individuals, they might eat every three days. And they're going to be like, nah, you lying because they got Cuban uh, communism and they get rice and beans. The island is starving. It's not that. They get a certain portion right now that's super reduced. And if you don't got that U.S. dollar or, or euros, then your family can't go buy the extra things out of the black markets. And so they're going to hustle and sell you whatever. 
so that they can make a dollar. They, right. They're not worried about retaining your business. They're going <laughs> to hustle every single day to get that bread. So what do you need to do? What people do is I'm not going to get into that. I'm going to go to uh, the Casa uh, Habanos over there, and I'm going I'm to just pay the eight nine hundred because it's a great cigar. And you can do that, right? Right. Or you can go to a hotel and buy Lucy's. They're going to have guaranteed Cuban cigars, great quality, because you can't stay in the government joints, but you can walk in there and buy yourself five or six uh, Raymond Iones. You can go in there and buy How yourself. How much a piece? Oh, you're going to get a great price. They probably give them to you about $8, $9. That's crazy. That's yeah. crazy. Right. That's yeah. crazy. But yeah, yeah. But, but when you're, you're tied in. in. That's right, crazy. Right. But when you're tied in, though, and you know the individuals that work at the factory, you know they, they bring in boxes home. You know, you know, and they're going to get them off. And my guy, my guy line is don't pay no more than about two fifty a box. But now, if you find something you love and you smoke it, pay what you want to pay because you know it's worthy. You know what you're paying over here. If you can, I can't even get it. Premium, decent to cigar over here, eighteen dollars. To get about a great cigar over here, fifty to sixty. Like a Atabay, Byron, you spending that bread? I ain't gonna tell you the prices in New York for them shits. Oh, of course, Woo-hoo! it's New York. All right, so let's talk about the dark side of this. Come on. Mm. Jokers going over there become victims. No, they don't. They, they, um, no, just saying. You got victims here. Yeah. Some people just victim. Yeah, you know I mean, just got victim written on their forehead. So, the dark side is because you said the scammers. Oh, the scammers you always the victim. Like if they get took on a deal. What? Well, yeah, yeah get took on a deal. Go your head, though. Oh, ain't, ain't none of that. Okay. Bro, listen. Back in the uh, late seventies, mid seventies, early eighties, that's when the embargo was really swinging. And Fidel had said a couple of things, right? One thing he said was he Fidel ended racism. Oh, yeah. He was definitely. That's yeah. Why. People don't realize that. Right. Batista started it, right? Mm-hmm. He married a fair um, skinned Cuban yeah, woman. And he was, he was an Afro-Cuban, but he still couldn't get in certain social clubs. Couldn't get no jobs. Like, right. As the president, he couldn't get in the social clubs. Right. So, you know, he went to, let me show you by example. Fidel came through and said, it's us against the world. He said, racism over. He said, you play with me. It's going, yeah, you, you, it's, it's not going to be the carrot. It's going to be the stick, right? So what happened was Canadian, a European, please forgive me, not sure who, um, was over there and got killed. So Fidel came out and said, "Next, because tourism is our lifeblood, right? Mm-hmm. It's what's sustaining us because they're not on the world market. When you go over there, you can't use the ATM over there because North Korea and, and Cuba are not on the system. They're not on the, the world banking system. Your card will not work there, so you can't get money. So... What he said was, if something else happens to um, a, a tourist, not only you gonna die, but you and your family gonna pay the gonna pay the penalty. Somebody tried him; he was good. So now, when you go over there, I'm telling you, what's yeah, that you don't safe. you don't hear about that. I, I never heard somebody say, "Yeah, I went over to Cuba and got." I give you a real example. No, I, I haven't heard jokers. It. We know from the lounge, they over there. They see the the. I mean, and let me tell you something about them niggas over there. Every last one of them tough. <laughs> I ain't saying that because I've been to Cuba and they're tough. I'm telling you, these niggas, they, we at home hooping, right? You get out of school, playing kickball, tag, hide and go get it. Niggas is boxing. If they can't afford <laughs> to go to the boxing gym, real shit. When I take people to go in and see the um houses, the real houses. Right. Yo, them little kids got boxing gloves and their families make them square up. It's their national sport. It's like how we was in the baseball. They, they do that. They tough. Gotcha. But watch this. So my man, they felt like somebody was mean mugging him. And then niggas slid down on him. And you thought it was going to be something, right? I'm watching it. I got my eye on it. But I got my eye on everything. Because, mm-hmm. nigga, it's five of us. 
it's 45,000 of them, right? <laughs> so, but I still know I've been there. It's not, so my man approached me. He said, he said, oh, oh, he said, listen, listen, to my man. He said, there's no aggression. He said, we're not even allowed to do that with y'all. He said, I just wanted you to come to my restaurant. I'm not being mean. He said, you don't know what would happen to me if something happened to you. And mm. what I'm telling you is, the worst thing you got to worry about is little kids maybe. Can I get a dollar? Can I? That's it. Now, speaking of dollars, how much would you recommend one takeover? Because you're right. Ain't no ATM. Need to have that cash. Make these moves. Here go my rule. If I'm going for three days, right? I'll portion that out that me because I know how to move over there. I'm not going to spend no more than 250 a day, right? And I'm going to call that. I'm going to call that. spending 250 a day on, dog. Nothing. But, but I can't get no more money. But watch this. If I see, like, a bunch of cigars I want to get, I want to have it because I can't go to the ATM then and get it. You see what I'm saying? So what I generally spend, once I, once I put that 250 out, I, I average about $40 a day, man. $40 a day. I had my locals come out the last day I was there. I said, what y'all want to do? They said, let's go to Speakeasy. I said, let's kick it at the crib. They said, all right, can we go get some cigarettes and um, some whiskey, a couple of Red Bulls, and uh, some soda, and, and a couple of six-packs? Went to they, they got a bunch of bodegas. Like They just open up at nighttime inside of somebody's crib, but it's a whole store. Bro, that shit costs $20. It was really $17. Boy was trying to give me $3. So come on, man. Keep that. Yeah, and then, you know, some love. You know what I mean? So, it's cheap. That day, I think I spent $36 because I watched the game at this little restaurant. Went in there, got my little Wi-Fi spinning. Turned on my little app. I watched the game. Had a meal. Had a double shot of rum. They let you smoke right in the spot. Everything came to $16, and I had two two two. Yeah, two but it's, it's, it's better to have it. I, I, I'm, I'm like 250 a day when I go travel. But listen, that's, I'm, that's, I'm never, that's I'm never I, do. I don't care how long I'm over there. I throw the money in the, in the safe. Let's not smoke more prices. But, but watch this, watch this, watch this. I'm never going over there with less than a stack on me. Yeah, that's 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 a no. For three days. Yeah. You don't, you never know. But, but guess what? But guess what? I'm coming back with most of it. Yeah. Okay. All right, so here's another question. Here's a million-dollar question. So yeah. all these cigar smokers, listen to this right now. Getting all hyped up. I'm going to Cuba. Oh, yeah. Getting these cigars back home. So I'm going to ah. give you the real deal. And that's why I'm on here as worldwide, you dig me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so here go the rules. When President Obama was in, there was no rules on bringing them back. It was all Gucci, right? You could bring back a certain amount, right? And they'll tell you it's 100, it's 50, it's this, that, and the third. So what Cuba's going to do is this. They're going to tell you that you can bring back two boxes in your um, carry-on or in your, in your under undercarriage, like if you check a bag. <coughs> Then okay. in your carry-on, you can either have two boxes or you can have 50 hand rolls. So you can call out 100 cigars, right? Mm-hmm. Let's just start there as a basis. When you get to the U.S., you can't have nothing. You can't even bring back Cuban art. You can't even bring back Cuban rum or coffee. They're going to treat it like it's cigars and they're going to snatch it. Now people say, well, how are you getting the cigars back? I heard the story from the rip. You're telling your man you can bring woo wop and wham. I'm telling you what I've seen people do on a regular you're going to get the customs. You know what customs is going to tell you? Do you got anything to declare? And then when you say, nah, they're going to let you slide. I've seen out of my last 22 trips, I've seen one joker get yapped. And he got yapped because he got cute. It's my baby, my homie. Boy, Dominican, speak flu. No, no, no. Costa Rican, but he speak fluent Spanish. And he want to get cute. 
nah, you know what I did? I bought a bunch of Dominican boxes and rappers. I'm going to put all that. So when I get there, I'm going to just tell them, yeah, I got these um, uh, Dominican cigars. That's it. So the Joker looked at his passport, looked at his visa and said, so you came from Cuba. You was in DR before and, and he's a DR smoke. It was like, yeah, they found one rapper and, y- and yapped everything. Shut it down. Meanwhile, I got 300 on me because what I do is I take Tupperware. I put my Bovitas in the Tupperware, 72 packs. And then the Tupperware from the dollar store, you can probably get 75. You got two containers like that in your check bag, they're not going to say nothing. Now, you play around and you put five, six, seven. One time I had six Jokers with me. And I'm the only one checked the bag. You know, Jokers, I ain't paying for the bag. Whatever. I'll check my bag. So I got they smokes in there, trying to be a good dude. Get on the flight. Them niggas came and pulled me off the flight and said, You got to talk to me about why you got. 12 in there oh wow but what i did was i grabbed their passports i'm always thinking i went downstairs and i got my money on me you understand me went downstairs i said listen i said we can all have two boxes they didn't have a check bag i said passport one and two they said oh okay you all right dimed them off with a little little bit of gratuity no the motherfuckers taxed me like two sticks of box they went in every box and just got two oh damn (laughs) but they but they but they but they let us go with the rest Okay. So okay. I say stick to them guidelines too. Two underneath. And if you got um two more boxes in your carry on, don't don't get the wrappers. I know you want to show everybody you got Cubans. Like just get them rolled, take the wrappers off. Well, I guess it ain't gonna make no difference. If customs pull them. They don't care if you got wrappers, don't wrappers. Yo, yeah. my man. Don't leave the Can't bring they're gonna show. let you get out of the country with a hundred instead of fifty. Okay. So yeah. that's the tricky yeah. part about that. Yeah, but now yeah. if you go on with Samai, I tell them, like, tell me which, because I had a couple of people bomb the nigga to the airport and get nervous. And I tell them, I'll bomb from you right now from for my price, the price I got you these for. But there is no Ooh, give backs once we get I'm, over okay, there. I'm, I'm, I ain't going to make it, man. <laughs> that guy keep looking at me. They got a dog, man. They got a Come on, dog, man. You really, really want to bring, you really want a hundred? Really? Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? But I'm saying your first time do the fifty. Yeah, Go yeah. back then you try the hundred. But the first time you but, wanna But I'm gonna tell you what you're gonna do. You're gonna get the fifty, you're gonna be on your way to the crib and be like, damn, I got Because you know what I've done? I've been over there and I'm down on my last two hundred, right? Cause I got like three hundred on me. Mm-hmm. And Joker be like, yo, I give you two more boxes for this price, and I'll be like, I ain't about to tap out. But what I learned now is in three hours I'm gonna be in Miami and I can get back to my bread. I would have rather had the smoke because now I come here. I go buy 17 cigars and it's 131 and it's average shit. When I, the price they give it to me for, boy, listen to me. I'd have had 50. All right, so to wrap it up, I'm at the water cooler tomorrow. I heard this podcast. What are the takeaways you want folks to know to seem like they're smart, they know about Cuba? What are the quick bullet points to say, yo, you know you go to Cuba, we can go to Cuba. Seem like they know everything. What can you tell that person to give them the five-minute speech at the lounge to seem like they're the guy that's you? Here it is. Number one, let them know it's 12 different travel reasons why you can go, and they're all attached to your airline ticket. Go on Google, find a flight, and pick support for Cuban people. Now, between now and the time you go, you're going to be able to read up all on how legal this is. So number one. Number two, understand you're going to have to need $100 for that visa and take a card and cash. Different airlines say you can only pay with a card. Other airlines say you can only pay with cash. I have both on you. $100 cash 
and your car. So you're not fumbling the rock when you're there to get your visa. You got to fill out the attestation at the airport. So, yeah, you got to book a flight, pick support for Cuban people, fill out an attestation that they're going to send you an email with it. Don't worry about it. Because I've been to a couple of countries where I had to do that any way. But it wasn't it wasn't every 50. Country, it was 40, 25 dollars. Every, every, every country different. A lot of countries right. does that. So so really the visa is 50. Then mm-hmm. the airlines put a surcharge. That's why I'll right. say it's between 50 and 100. Mm-hmm. So that's number one. Number two, what we ain't talking about was picking the right crib. How do you pick the right crib? I'm going to keep it all the way sturdy with you. You can find dope, great cribs on Airbnb, right? The problem is... You don't know what you're going to get, really. Gamble. You, you know what you're going to get. You just don't know if you show up, it's going to be. Gambling. But you don't know where it's at. You don't all, really know. All, all of that. You know what I'm saying? So, You've never been there. Oh, so this looks nice. So you talk to a homie that's been, or you reach out and let me know what you're trying to do, or come through the Stones podcast. We'll create some kind of, um, you know, some kind of interface, right, where we just put out like a one-pager on what to do and how to do it. And right? you, got, okay. you, got, you got links to certain people, too, right, that you just... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what I what I tell everybody, if you say it all sounds good, I don't want to go by myself. I tell everybody you're gonna have a better time with us. That part. And then once you got your crib, I guarantee you this. Once you have your crib, don't let nobody tell you different. Once you get to a crib, I don't care what crib you in, how nice, how bad it is, everybody in there gets you everything else you need. The only thing you're talking about now is the quality and how much you're paying. If you need if you want a classic car tour, they'll set that up from any house in there. They hustlers. Mm. They hustlers. But you got to connect that oh, yeah. average person going over there. Yeah. It's not going to have. Yeah. And okay. I mean, you got a roller. Yeah. Okay. As a regular Joe, I ain't never been there. I'm going there. I'm looking. Yo, man. Where the factory? Can nah, regular folks even nah, go to the factory like that? Alleys. Ain't nobody going to do nothing to you. But they're going to show you ass. They're going to waste your time. You know what I mean? I'm talking about ass cigars. Like, they going to waste your time. All oh, of that. I was and about then, to say. Oh, whoa, and whoa, then, and then that's a whole different side of the game. But what I'm telling you is, like, you you don't want that experience, right? But if you're a gunslinger and you want to go over there and be like, I'm going to figure it out because it's a place I want to really come back to. I love it. Man, have an experience. But if you get information before you go, you'll be fine. Book your crib, book your, air, your, your flight, and then after that, just think about one of three things you want to do. Take the classic car tour. It's number one. You want to do a um, city tour. It's number two, right? You want to do some nightlife, man. Go out to one or two great restaurants, a beach club, and or a little a little get down spot. Like they got their little like New York style nightclubs. They're not New York nightclubs, but they go. And make mm. sure you make sure you have that cash on hand and put that in that safe. Yeah. Because you can't go to ATM. And listen, 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 listen up to this one. Don't let nobody tell you. Get your rolls, and then when you get there, you change the your some bullshit. The dollar's strong. As it's ever going to be over there. All you need is somebody that's going to get you a good rate. And the way you know that you're going to get a good rate on your exchange. Go into any one of these little Facebook groups and ask what the exchange rate is. And it's going to be like a dollar to 200 of theirs. You should not be getting a one to one. You should not be getting one to 130. You know what I'm saying? It should and be you, like and, one to 200. And I know I don't just use cash and I use my conversion on my cell phone. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Give them a little extra. Yeah, but Speaking you know, cell phones, cell phones work over there. Yeah, but if you roll with us, we're we gonna have a money changer come right to the crib. That part. Oh, that no, no, part. Watch this. Watch that this. If you part. say, no, nah, I'm not doing none of that. I'm going to the bank. You're gonna get them $100. They're gonna give you $25 back. Yep. When they should be 25 Cuban dollars, when they should be giving you 200 Cuban dollars. You can't, you can't do that, Rob. You can't go that route. I'm sorry. Robbery homicide, right? Yeah, now, and you if you try route. to change that money in the street and you don't know what's going on, 
You gonna lose might, again? They might get some fake bread. You gonna get a little? You gonna lose again? And this other thing you gotta remember: when you get your money, whatever you take, go to the bank and get clean, unadulterated bills. If that thing got a tear, they won't take it over there. Nobody will. If it got a little ink mark on it, get brand new bills. And the larger the bill, the better the conversion rate you're gonna get. But make sure you got some change because they gonna try to play this game. If you pay for something, oh, I don't, I got, don't no. got change. Nah, I change. got it. Yeah, take, here go these. They're gonna, they gonna give you some old bills because they think you don't know. Yeah, well, they don't know. Try to take the bread and say, I, can't, I don't know what you want me to do. Take so, these, take sounds these. like they need to contact worldwide. Now, I'm telling you, folks, this is how you're going to do that. Go to the website, smokeworldpodcast.com. There's a page. Reach out to me. I'll connect you with worldwide because this don't really sound like a whole lot of freestyle. You need to know what you're doing. Maybe one time. Yeah. Go right. After that, do your thing. But and, the first time you need to be right. And you know what you know what the blessing is? I can tell you this. We usually do two really good groups, right? You can find out when those groups are going through stone. And you can go with us. Once you've gone once and you meet the people that take care of me, I, I don't I don't have no NDAs on them. You know what I mean? For, for, you can rock out with them in perpetuity forever. So whenever you want to go, they're going to pick you up from the airport. You're going to see the quality of the crib. And they're going to they gonna love you, take good care of you. I'm going to spin you through the city. You're going to know what great restaurants to eat at, where to change your bread at, where to get the good cigars at, where to have a great time at. And you're going you're gonna to be in love with it. Because when you get over there, especially as a man, you're done being responsible for anything in your life. You get to be on vacation and relax. And your life be waiting for you when you come back. Do they have like fillers and different types of tobaccos that you can you can only get from Cuba that they don't send abroad? So what I'm gonna tell you is they send everything abroad, but they don't send it in this best quality. It's like if you go and have cheese in Europe and then they shrink wrap it and all that other right, shit. Right, right. It's not like getting it from a fresh deli. No doubt. Right. It's like old hoagie, man. That right. old. I, old hoagie I heard. A, I heard they, they they also ship on boats. Yeah, they 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 they, they do, but you gotta remember like. Ain't nothing it like a fresh thing. And it ain't a right. lot of boats coming in and out of there. Most of that stuff is going out on planes. Wow. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, so we wrapping it up. So, Skechers, how can folks get in contact with you? Uh, Rock and Rod Productions. That's everything. That's everything. You type in R-O-C-N-R-O-D. Productions, all one word, with an S. You get everything. All right. Worldwide, I'm, I'm assuming... Go to they say go to Smoke World to get in contact with Worldwide. Smoke World. Like, I'm gonna be honest with you. I used to do it regularly for the laypersons in the public. Now I do affinity groups. Um, and you need two or three to go. I'm gonna say three to go to make yourself a group. Uh get through um Smoke World and then we'll go through there. Uh 2024, 2025, you can check the website. We're gonna do a Smoke World uh classic cards and cigars in uh Havana and I would say let that be your introduction. What's your what's your best Cuban cigar? My go to. I'm mm-hmm. gonna go with that um Portugas Series D number four. Number four? Number four. Yep, Series D. The fame the fame of that one, they'll tell you this is the one uh, Al Capone smoked. Right? They call him Al Capone. <laughs> but um it's a good cigar. Pass all the hype. It's like consistent, it's great. So that's not that's not a gimmick cigar. Nah. And if you get a Bahique road over there. Uh, I would say go with the 54 or the 56. 54 or the 56 for me. It's premium. That part. Mm. Well, folks, you just got an education. Don't sound like a gimmick to me. If your eyes rolled over, wake the fuck Don't up. Don't sound like a gimmick Get to me. Get your right. You got good information right here. So, if you're interested, 
IG Smoke World Podcast Email Stone at SmokeWorldPodcast.com And the website SmokeWorldPodcast.com Reach out Go to the page where you can connect with me I will connect you with my man Worldwide Because he just gave you everything you need to know So with that being the case People we love you We'll see you on the other side Peace We out